Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Teresa Arago. If there's one thing I know, it's that the journey to financial independence can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. So get ready, because I'm breaking down what you don't know about money to help you find the next steps on your journey, today on Talking Sense. If you've ever gotten your car stuck in a rut, you know if you just keep spinning your wheels, it just gets deeper and deeper. And we're not car experts over here, but we do talk about financial topics here on Talking Sense. So we're going to talk about what it's best to do when you find yourself in a financial rut, when you find yourself stuck. How can you stop creating deeper ruts and get free from it? That's our focus today. And I've got Candace Stanley from our Bryant office here with us today. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Nobody wakes up in hopes to make bad financial decisions. Like none of us are like this week. I'm going to ruin my credit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like none of us do that. You sure? We'll, well do that? No. <laughs> we may plan to overspend that one. I'm sure sometimes yeah. we do. But I think many of us, it's a process. And then we wake up one day and we go, oh, crap. Yeah. It's a series of smaller decisions to mm-hmm. get there for sure. And it can be a struggle to find freedom from that habit or from that mm-hmm. cycle if you're not careful. So we wanted to take some time today to talk through action steps that you can take to get yourself unstuck, to get yourself out of those ruts. And we're going to talk through a few different things, but I think when it comes to any level of change, the first step is always acknowledging and accepting that you are in the rut. Oh yeah, for sure. Because we can get comfortable in that rut. You can. Sometimes that rut feels good. you You know, and I've talked about this with my kids when it comes to their attitudes. Like sometimes you get a a thought process in your head and it's just more comfortable to be around the friends that are crappy just because they're the ones you know. The the you know sure it's harder to make that change. But if you can't acknowledge that change needs to happen, Mm -hmm. then it's it's never gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna be a never ending cycle. Yes. And this step isn't about shaming yourself. Okay. This is about accepting what you've done. Shame kills progress and it makes you feel powerless, in my opinion. Yeah. And and it also shows a level of maturity when you do say, you know what, I'm screwing this up Mm -hmm. and I really need to do something different. And it's all on me. Yes. Acknowledgement, that ownership. Yeah. It's empowering to me. When I like, again, I always like to draw, you'll learn this from me, but I like to draw parallels with other parts of my life because sometimes it's easier to talk about like fitness. Mm -hmm. People are more comfortable talking about fitness. If I can acknowledge, man, I am not eating healthy right now, then I can start making some better choices. Yeah. And then you've got to spend some time assessing what brought you to this point. So if you are in that financial rut and you're in that process of acknowledging where you are, you've also got to think about what caused it if you're going to make those changes. And think small. Yeah, what it, I have found, it's not the big stuff. It's usually those day-to-day choices yeah. or habits that you get into that come back to bite you. Yeah, your rut may be oh my gosh, I have a ton of debt and I don't know how to dig myself out. Mm -hmm. Or it may be, I really had this savings goal. I I thought I would have more saved up for retirement or or just for an emergency fund by now. And I'm not there yet. Why am I not there yet? Mm -hmm. Right? Once you've figured out kind of what those little habits are, or even if you've identified a couple, you don't have to figure everything out, but getting started, Mm -hmm. identify a couple of things, then look for education resources that you can use. And Look at your current spending habits. Do they align with your values mm-hmm. and your goals? Yeah. So was your goal to save, but instead you've got, you know, some high-end uh, shoes in your closet <laughs> instead? You know, things Thank like you for that. choosing something I don't struggle with so that I don't feel awkward You're about welcome. it. That's really helpful. I'm usually getting you sitting here going, oh. <laughs> mm. 
Um, so once you've taken time to acknowledge and accept that you are in a rut and identified some of the areas that maybe need some work, get your head right. Because what you feed grows. There's a Henry Ford quote that I have probably misquoted a billion times, but the gist of it is whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're always correct. And, and we have a habit, a good habit of saying that around here for sure. So we do. And I'm not going to lie. My poor kids hear it. Yeah. equally as often as we do here at work. If yeah. I'm just being transparent with you and, and that's good, you can appreciate how much that is. Yes. I have literally screamed it across a volleyball court before <laughs> because it, I could see it in my daughter's face. She's oh. playing a game. She's having a rough game and she's getting that look on her face. Like I can't do this. And I have literally screamed at her Henry Ford. Well, uh, we have a volleyball game tomorrow night. Try it. Guess what's going to happen. <laughs> it works for Elena. Okay. I, I don't know about the rest of you. Um, you. You can, again, feel sorry for my kids, for those of you that have been watching for a while. Um, for me, I have to say there was a time in my life where I had to get my head right. I had, um, when I joined the Gym Wealth team, I was actually in the midst of a divorce. So there was a lot of self-worth mm. challenges for me to overcome. As I got kind of comfortable in my role here, I was the bookkeeper originally, and I had started helping John with some of his client interactions just to help lighten his load, I realized there were a lot of times where I knew the answer to a question a client had, but I had to plan a time for John to call them back because I didn't have the licensing. Uh, and I yeah. thought, you know what, I'm going to get licensed so that I can help our clients better. And then I started studying. And that, yeah. all that material is no joke. It is no joke yeah. how much work has to go into getting through that licensing. And there was a moment where I thought, I can't do this. This is too much. I was a single mom trying to get it done. And, and I had to take a moment to assess why I was feeling that way, remind myself who I was, and then say, dead gummit, no. Nothing is getting between me and this goal. I was about to say, anybody that knows you knows uh, whatever you're going to set out to do, though, it's going to get done one way or another. Maybe so that's surprising. <laughs> uh, that was before I, I had met you, uh, mm -hmm. but still, uh, that's, that's the surprising. behind the scenes. There's yeah. a process to that. There, okay? Yeah, I understand. Well, the rut for me was a career rut. Mm -hmm. um, I had been an insurance agent. I was a property and casualty okay. and I, uh, you know, auto and home insurance and things like that. And, um, you know, I didn't set out to be that you know, as my career, yeah, I'm looking to grow up and, and be an insurance agent and, and sell auto and home insurance. And it's not to uh, minimize that role. I no. mean, that well, is and a none very... of us probably said we wanted to be financial advisors either, if we're being honest. Those are not the ones that catch your attention as a child. No. For me to become a financial advisor, it was going through the family struggles financially mm -hmm. for me to say, OK, I don't want that for my family. I need to help other people. There's got to mm -hmm. be tons of people out there that have the same problems that we do. And there are. Um, but it was a, a, a career rut. And, uh, you know, at some point I just had to say, OK, what am I going to do? I had a finance degree. I'd always been passionate about um, finances and helping people do that. But I was an insurance agent. Mm -hmm. And although I could have participated in some of that in that role, I still wanted to do more and I wanted it to be more impactful. Um, and so I had to make the decision that I'm not going to stay in this rut anymore and I'm mm -hmm. going to make a change. And I, I um, took a risk and sold my business, mm -hmm. you know, to become an advisor and learn. Um, to kind of go from here to back to low man on the totem pole. Yes, yes. At Jim Wolf, where it takes a while to work your yes, way back where up. Yes, uh, where we get comfortable getting uh, broken down and built back up. Yes, <laughs> yes. That that education mindset that we talked to you guys about, it's, it's part of our life yes, here too. Is. I think people don't realize that. But just like farming, it's what you plant that determines what will grow. Mm -hmm. If you don't intentionally plant and tend your garden, weeds grow. So when it comes to getting out of a rut, 
you've got to have a moment where you just go, enough is enough. I'm tired of being here. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is not working. And then once you've made that mindset shift, you'd be shocked at how much better those financial choices become. Sure. And if you're one of those people like me who was raised in a household where money was not something we could talk about, there wasn't a whole lot there to talk about anyway, it doesn't mean you can't become good with money. It doesn't mean that you can't change your future. So you've got to get your head right. The next thing you've got to do is get your plan in place. We're kind of proud of planning here. It's kind of the thing we do. It's our shtick. Yep. Um, But you've got to have a roadmap if you want to make progress. And that's really what a plan is. Mm -hmm. It's about setting goals that are written out and that you have a timeline for. So if you just say, oh, I want to be rich. Well, that's not a really good goal. Right. (laughs) Because I mean, you'll never arrive there. What is the path to get there (laughs) though? You've got to make a decision about what that looks like. So if you say, I want to have savings, Mm -hmm. for instance, don't just say, I want to have savings. I want to have X number of dollars saved by X amount of time. And then we're going to back into that. Correct. What do we have to do to get there? So step one, I'm going to save this much every month for mm-hmm. my paycheck. Whatever and anything you can automate, yes. automate it. Automate it because life gets busy. Remember to focus on what you do in your day-to-day life. Because if you're like me, budgeting and spending habits are daily decisions. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not focused on making those wisely every single day, keeping that information in front of me, it's easy to let life happen and, and forget. It is. Planning for future expenses is one of those that tends to blindside a lot of people. Christmas comes every year, every single year. Mm -hmm. If you find that you're going, man, Christmas is here. What am I going to do? Then for next year, go ahead and start that goal in January or start today for next year. Putting a little bit back from each paycheck into an account that can go towards that expense. If you know something's coming, get there. But break those long-term goals into action steps for the next 30 days. Yes. What came to mind was personal property taxes. Mm-hmm. every single year and every single year I hear people yeah, 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 yeah. we need to get rid of this and it's like it's yeah, coming you know it's not going away yeah I mean every year you know and I remember we, you know we were from Texas and we first uh moved oh that about, was a shock I bet yeah it was about 16 17 years <laughs> ago we moved here and uh what is this what mm-hmm. do you mean you know um but I saw some people online recently kind of mm-hmm. you know griping about it and somebody gave some good advice was it me but it was somebody else. And they said, um, you know, you can't pay that monthly. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that it's coming every single year. So you might as well just, you know, take care of it. Um, if you can't take care of it in one lump sum, then, you know, break it up a little bit. And I thought, yeah, well, more people should do that. You know. And the thing I like about breaking up your long term goals into 30 day goals. Yes. Is you get to celebrate. Oh, sure. Those little Those wins. Little yeah. wins. They matter. They matter so much more than people realize. They matter so much on your psyche. Yes. Yeah. And especially if you've got a goal of like, I want to lower my spending or I want to limit myself in some way. If you say I'm doing it for 30 days, mm-hmm. it's usually easier to finish. So like if you said, OK, I buy coffee daily, but it's really expensive. Yep. So I'm going to commit that just for the next 30 days, I'm not buying coffee or just for the next 30 days. I'm taking my lunch. I'm not going out for lunch. It's something that a it builds a habit. People don't realize it takes about 28 days to build a habit. OK. So you're building that habit. Yep. And if you tell yourself on the front end, it's just for 30 days, it's just for 30 days. You're not going to be as stressed about it. You can do anything for 30 days. Yeah. I believe in you. <laughs> I can do things for 30 days. So I know you can too. And it solidifies that habit. Yeah. So you might find that you don't mind taking your lunch most of the time. And I'm not saying you never go back out to lunch, but maybe you don't feel the need to do that now that you've gotten into the habit of planning ahead. Sure. You might find that you don't 
mind having coffee at home instead of having it at the store or having it at the office instead of having it on the way. Yep. I know a lot of people have, that's an example from a friend of mine that, that mentioned that to me the other day. Also, during this process, you've got to keep feeding your mind solid financial education. Sure. Because again, what you feed grows. So find good resources and make sure that you're keeping that stuff front of mind. Remember your goals. And I am even a visual person. I'm not visual about a lot of things, but when it comes to my goals, I am. I like to have something right there where I see it every Mm. day because every day I'm making those decisions. So if that goal is where I can see it, I've even been known to put like a little card with like a phrase to remind myself in my wallet. So when I open my wallet, I see it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because I am just that way about that. I know that when we've had a big goal here at work, you know, we've put it, you know, like right next to our desk, you know, mm-hmm. so right when we walk in, we see it every day and yeah, it definitely keeps it top of mind. Because you want to make sure that you're staying focused. Mm-hmm. So you've got your plan in place, your head is in the right space, you've acknowledged and accepted it, and then it's time to reevaluate and repeat. So as I mentioned, 30 days, mm-hmm. set goals for 30 days at a time. At the end of that 30 day mark, determine what you're going to do for the next 30. Yeah. And you might be able to determine, okay, this worked for me. I'm going to keep doing this or you know what? That did not work for me. I need to get rid of it. Yeah. You know, and you keep fine tuning that. And each, each month that goal gets better and better and you get closer and closer to it. Because there, people don't realize it's the little things. Everybody talks about how life is, you know, don't worry, don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should sweat it, but be aware of it. Yeah. Because little things add up over time. There was this book I read once called Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. And at the very beginning, he tells this story about this biking team that was horrible, like they were abysmal. And they brought in this new person to advise them about how to make the team better. And they thought he was going to talk about uniforms and like their their workout routines and all that. He His first question was like, what's their sleep routine? Are they getting enough rest? Are their uniforms aerodynamic? Are their bikes oh, wow. light? Are they heavy? Like it was all these little nuanced details. Sure. They became one of the best in the world in a very short period of time over little minute details. Yeah. He talked about how he was coaching someone once about fitness and he told them for the first 30 days, just go or for the first week, I think it was just go and sit in the parking lot at the gym, get in the habit of going to the gym. Really? Just yes. sitting in the parking just, lot? Just going there every day at the same time and sitting in the parking lot. I really like that one um, because I think that's really the hardest step uh, for just starting anything is just getting to the place. So yeah, you know, <laughs> getting to the gym or, you know, uh, we used to talk about, you know, telemarketers back in the day. The, the, the hardest thing is just picking up that phone. The phone's mm-hmm. the heaviest thing in the room, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think if you're reevaluating every 30 days, then you're determining, was my goal too aggressive? Was it too lenient? Mm-hmm. Or was it just way off base? And if you did reach your goal, then you get to celebrate and you get to carry that momentum into the next thing. So we've talked about a bunch of different things here. It is time for our last two cents here relating to getting unstuck. What are the daily habits that you could reevaluate and change to help yourself be more financially independent next year compared to today? If you think about the little things instead of focusing on the big picture of financial independence, I think you're going to find that it's less overwhelming. So pick one or two tweaks, promise to do them for the next 30 days to yourself, have an accountability partner if you need it, and then reevaluate. But don't be too hard on yourself either, because what you've done in the past can't be changed. All you can control is the future. Very nice. And I'm going to quote uh, Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. where the author James Clear says, success is a product of daily habits, not a once in a lifetime transformation. So I think that's very important. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Unless you don't like elephants, but I do. And agree I with don't that. care for them. That's true. <laughs> we used to say, if you have to eat a frog, 
Do it first thing in the morning. Yes, eat the frog. If you have to eat multiple, eat the big one first. Absolutely. Um, but getting out of a rut can be challenging. So if you find that is the case with you, take an honest evaluation of your past decisions, create small goals, and then implement them. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on Talking Sense. If you haven't already, go and like, subscribe, follow us on YouTube. We'd love to connect with you more. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Wealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or by calling our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Gemwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.